Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Temperatures will be falling through the 40s here this evening. Overnight and first thing tomorrow morning, about 30 to 36 degrees. You can expect mainly clear skies and sunshine for your Saturday afternoon. Temperatures tomorrow will top out between 45 and 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight in Alexandria, 45, Penn Quarter, 45, Columbia, 42, and we're headed down to about 30 in some suburbs. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here on WTOP, the U.S. launches strikes in Iraq and Syria to retaliate for the drone attack that killed three American soldiers in Jordan. The latest from CBS on the way. Montgomery County's superintendent steps down, but questions about school operations remain. I'm Kate Ryan. Police are cracking down on porch pirates in one part of our region. I'm Matt Koufax. Arrested or evicted, they faced challenges in finding a place to live. I'm Scott Gelman. For the week, the Dow and S&P were up almost 1.5%. The Nasdaq gained about 1%. The Wizards fall to the Miami Heat tonight, 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The U.S. strikes more than 85 targets in Iraq and Syria with ties to Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and affiliated militia groups. CBS's Margaret Brennan explains the criticism President Biden is getting from some Republican lawmakers for not being more forceful with his military action in the region. One of the things that they're trying to assess is just what tips that balance, what draws in the United States. If you can only focus on equipment and radar and targeting to make them less effective in attacking. Is that enough? Or do you actually need to go out and take out leaders, as President Trump did back in 2020? But that decision to kill Qasem Soleimani, that general, has also left a leadership vacuum in some ways. So everything has a consequence. President Biden and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin were among those who attended the dignified transfer of the service members who were killed in Jordan last weekend. CBS's Willie James Inman reports. The remains of three American service members killed in Jordan last weekend returned to American soil, with President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden joining the families of the fallen soldiers for the solemn event. On Thursday, the president paid tribute to the fallen troops. They risked it all. And we'll never forget the sacrifices and service to our country that the dozens of service members who were wounded and are recovering now. In Newton, Massachusetts. A tentative contract deal is reached between teachers and the district ending a two-week strike. Classes are set to resume on Monday. A jury is set to begin deliberating on Monday the landmark case of the first parent of a school shooter to face criminal charges for their child's actions. Jennifer Crumbly has been charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter after her teenage son, Ethan, killed four students at his Michigan high school in November 2021. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports. During cross-examination, prosecutors tried to tear apart Jennifer Crumbly's self-described portrayal as an involved parent. Your son told his only friends that he had asked you for help. No, I don't deny that. Okay. And you also don't deny that he told his only friends that you laughed at him. I do not deny that. Instead, prosecutors painted her as a woman more concerned with an extramarital affair and hobbies. A federal judge in D.C. postpones former President Trump's March trial on charges of plotting to overturn the 2020 election. No new date is set. 
Exxon overcomes a hefty charge and falling crude prices in the fourth quarter to top profit expectations. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 10.03 here on WTOP. Friday night, February 2nd, 2024. Alexandria at 45 degrees and dropping to 30. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following for you this hour. She led Maryland's largest school system, but now Montgomery County's Monifa McKnight has resigned as superintendent. WTOP's Kate Ryan with the story. Friday afternoon, the Montgomery County Board of Education announced it reached an agreement with Superintendent Monifa McKnight and that she'd step down effective immediately. The board cited a need to, quote, rebuild trust, begin to heal. This after the controversy over a principal accused of sexual harassment and bullying became public in August. That triggered investigations into how the school system handled allegations of employee misconduct. Montgomery County Councilmember Will Jawando leads one of the council committees that has a hearing on school operations next week. That hearing is very much still on, said Jawando. These are not something that just happened. These are over multiple boards, multiple superintendents, and problems that have persisted uh, and that were deep. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It was the case that led to D.C.'s crime lab losing its accreditation. And tonight, two men have been sentenced for a murder that happened right outside St. Luke's Catholic Church in Northeast D.C. back in 2015. 34-year-old Joseph Brown and 30-year-old Rondell McLeod both admitted that they fired nearly 30 rounds at 21-year-old Amari Jenkins outside the church. Brown was sentenced to 25 years behind bars. McLeod was sentenced to a decade in addition to the 11-year sentence that he's serving for federal robbery charges. Brown and McLeod's trials were initially put on hold because their cases exposed serious forensic errors with the D.C. crime lab. The crime lab regained its accreditation in December of last year after being barred from analyzing evidence for three years. Would-be porch thieves in D.C. might think twice the next time a package shows up thanks to a new D.C. police initiative. Commander Sylvan Altieri with MPD's 5th District says the new plan to fight porch package pilfering revolves around strategically planted air tags, which MPD will track when a package is stolen. People want to be able to have things delivered to their home. They want, you know, they want to, they want to feel safe from doing that. He says they've already made one successful arrest in a test of the new technique when they set out two boxes in the 1500 block of Gale Street. If they start getting arrested for it, they're going to have to think to themselves, like, today the day I'm going to take this package and MPD is monitoring this. He says the goal is to significantly reduce porch package theft and they're looking for 5th District volunteers to reach out to their department to help. The community is a very important aspect of this. If we you know, have places to put the packages, obviously that helps. In the district, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. You can volunteer to help catch porch thieves by emailing D.C. Police. There's information at WTOP.com. The people running two D.C. apartment complexes are accused of discriminating against folks who are trying to rent there. A lawsuit filed by the Equal Rights Center in D.C. Superior Court shows people who had previously been arrested or evicted were not considered for new rentals. 
WTOP's Scott Gelman reports. It's really these kinds of practices that perpetuate housing segregation in D.C. Air Communities owns and manages the two D.C. apartment complexes in Logan Circle and McLean Gardens. Joanna Wasik with the Washington Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights says they discriminated against potential residents. D.C. law prevents companies from not renting to someone because of salary or credit score. But here the companies require applicants, including people who have housing vouchers, to have a minimum income and a credit score. Eviction records in D.C. are sealed after three years as part of a new law, but... The complaint alleges that these property management companies say that they won't take any tenants with an eviction record at all. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to air communities for comment. An update on the fire bombings last summer of four businesses in our region... WTOP's John Doman has looked over court documents that charged two men in the crimes. The indictment says 23-year-old Khalil Rollins set off the Molotov cocktails while 33-year-old Garrett Bragg drove the getaway car. They were detonated at banks in District Heights in D.C.'s Brentwood neighborhood, as well as a Nike store on 8th Street in Northeast and a Safeway in Benning in the early morning hours of July 2nd. The last three incidents occurred just 14 minutes apart from each other. Rollins was arrested last fall, but when Bragg was taken into custody last September, he broke his leg trying to run and somehow was released from the hospital without being detained. In December, he was eventually found in the attic of a home in Temple Hills and was finally returned to D.C. this week. John Dome in WTOP News. And still to come here on WTOP, the uh, Facebook situation. People think it's, oh, it's just uh, uh, not a very popular social media platform, but it seems to be on a tear right now. Plus, Jose Andres has opened another large restaurant in D.C., And it's around responding to calls by the staff to wanting to unionize. Stay with us on WTOP at 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're checking in with Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic continues to run well. Not a whole lot happening, but we may have uh, something going on here on the outer loop of the Beltway getting over the American Legion Bridge in Virginia. Not sure if it's going to be a work zone setting up or possibly an incident. So getting into Virginia on the outer loop, uh, be alert. Not sure which that is. So be careful there. Of course, the VDOT cameras are still dark, so we're not going to see anything here. 66 runs without delay in both directions, 395 and 95, each running without delay. And in the district on 295, on 395 and 695, all is quiet tonight. In Maryland on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the beltways, and everything's clear on 270 as well as on 50 to the Bay Bridge. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clouds have been moving out, and we've got a really nice weekend underway. Clearing skies here this evening with your temperatures in the 40s. By morning, will be mainly clear between 30 and 36 degrees. A little cold, but a nice rebound will be slightly above average for our temperatures tomorrow afternoon. Average now at 46 degrees. I'm forecasting 49 for the district and a range anywhere from 45 to 50 degrees through the area. A little warmer on Sunday, low to mid 50s expected. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. At this hour at Reagan National, 45 degrees, BWI Marshall 43, Dulles 43, some of us all the way down to 30 for an overnight low in the suburbs. And brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Facebook set a Wall Street record Friday. Its stock rallied 21%, adding $200 billion in market value, the biggest single-day market value gain ever. U.S. companies added a more than expected 353,000 jobs in January. Jose Andres' DC restaurant, The Bazaar, has responded to employee calls to unionize by saying it'll voluntarily recognize their bargaining unit. The Dow and the S&P 500 rallied to records again Friday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And for the week, the Dow and S&P were up almost 1.5%. For this week, the Nasdaq gained about 1%. Straight ahead tonight on WTOP, when are we going to get a look at the details of that new Senate immigration bill? And for that matter, does it stand any real chance of passing? We'll talk to Scott McFarlane of CBS News, so stay with us. Now is the perfect time to start on your next success. When you apply to University of Maryland Global Campus by February 12th, you'll pay no application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid courses. Plus, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and work experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Coming up here, how many more weeks of winter do we have the various groundhogs and other creatures have weighed in? That's later this half hour. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizzum of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Are you a victim of the timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free info kit. 800-522-5700. 800-522-5700. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 1014, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us today. What, if anything, will be done by Congress to change the situation along the southern border? Senate negotiators have reached a deal on a proposal to overhaul the asylum system. It clears the way for Democratic and Republican Senate leaders to start the difficult job of convincing Congress to pass a national security package. 
that includes tens of billions of dollars for Ukraine and immigration enforcement, as well as funding for Israel and other American allies. Connecticut Democratic Senator Chris Murphy, one of the negotiators, posted on social media that a deal has been reached and text of the bill would be released over the weekend. We're on the verge of seeing an actual bill here as CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland joined us earlier to discuss. This has been anticipated for a while. They've been negotiating this for more than a month, and so many senators are waiting to announce their positions till they see the text, and we could see the text this weekend. By the way, Dimitri, just what thousands of local congressional staffers want, a multi-hundred-page bill with huge implications released over their weekend. Um, but that notwithstanding, the Senate Majority Leader thinks they can get this to a vote, an initial vote, as early as Wednesday in the U.S. Senate. But this is a bigger problem than releasing text and scheduling votes. There's no indication right now this has a critical mass of Republicans who will back it in the Senate or any Republicans who'd be willing to champion this in the U.S. House. It's a long way to go even once they release it. Yeah, and we know the many comments like dead on arrival or something like that or bad bill. That's something that former President Trump says a lot. But are there Republicans that may want to think twice about this? They've wanted change at the border for so long. Here's their opportunity. And really, without a lot in there for Democrats, actually. We're about to find out. Here's the pro and the con on this in terms of timing. Um, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says the timing's actually perfect to cut a thorny issue like immigration into a compromise because there's elections coming up, positions, powers could change, both sides are at the table. If things change in November, maybe one side walks away from the table. That's the argument in favor of doing the deal. The argument against it is the timing is actually tricky also because there's primaries coming up. I don't mean presidential primaries. I mean congressional primaries. We're weeks away from some Republicans trying to hold off Republican challengers. And one way to do that is not to get outflanked by a Trumpier or further right Republican. So if Donald Trump says he doesn't like the bill, Republicans in the U.S. House may be inclined to go along with him block any efforts to put that on the floor. It's a real treacherous path ahead, but there is a path, which is more than we could say in a long time on immigration. Indeed. Well, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is arguing that Republican politicians' claims that the southern border is open uh, are inaccurate and harmful. He says they may even encourage more migrants to try to reach the U.S. He just gave an extensive interview to the New York Times. Let's not forget, though, there have been efforts and votes uh, to impeach Mayorkas. They started the process in the U.S. House to do so earlier this week when a House committee voted out two articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, claiming he's breached the public trust and has failed to enforce immigration law. Democrats have been unambiguous, Dimitri. They say all of this is a political ploy. They say it's nonsense. But this will likely go to the full U.S. House for an impeachment vote. It could happen as early as next week. And that would be... A rare thing. Only one cabinet secretary in U.S. history has ever been impeached, and that was for bribery in the 1800s. That said, there's a very narrow margin for error right now in the U.S. House. They can lose only two or three votes, and that's if everybody shows up. That's always a big if, you know, during flu and cold season. And one Republican from Colorado has already said he's not on board with this, that it's a step too far. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland. Top stories on WTOP. Montgomery County Public Schools parting ways with Superintendent Monifa McKnight. The U.S. military launches an air assault on dozens of sites in Iraq and Syria in retaliation for the drone strike that killed three U.S. troops in Jordan last weekend. Stay with WTOP for frequent updates and commentary and analysis. The entertainment world is mourning actor Carl Weathers. He played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies and many other memorable roles recently in The Mandalorian, that Star Wars series. Weathers is dead at 76. Keep it here for full details. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, and Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic continues to run without incident or delay. And uh, it's pretty quiet out there. Not a lot going on in terms of road work tonight. Uh, things are running freely in Maryland on 270 between the Beltway and Interstate 70. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are pretty quiet, as is 50 out to the Bay Bridge. In the district on 295, 395, 695, no reported incidents. And in Virginia, pretty much the same story there. 395 and 95 are doing well, as is 66. Minneville Road at Spriggs Road still working on a crash at that intersection. And a lot of equipment there on the scene of that one. Whether you're a homeowner, contractor, or builder, partner with Dulles Glass for all your glass, mirror, and shower door needs. For best prices, visit DullesGlass.com. Dulles Glass. Love your glass. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And next to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Well, the day may have started with a little bit of dampness and lots of clouds, but it ended much better. A little bit of sunshine, and now we've got continued clearing for your evening. Temperatures in the 40s here this evening. By Saturday morning will be mainly clear. Nice sunrise, 30 to 36 degrees. And for tomorrow afternoon, more sunshine between 45 and 50 degrees, I'm forecasting. And a little warmer on Sunday with temperatures anywhere from 50 to 55 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. For Belvoir at 46, Foggy Bottom 45, Silver Spring 42. We are heading down to the 30s, even 30 degrees for a low in some of our suburbs. Straight ahead on WTOP, avenging the killings of three U.S. service members. Airstrikes launched tonight. We'll have a special report on the way. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owe the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a lot better life. It was because of Optima Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go on the law. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Now 1021. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. Test your newsmaker knowledge this Saturday and Sunday morning in the 8 o'clock hour with the Mystery Newsmaker Contest. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Guess the newsmaker for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Joe Bonamassa live in concert on Saturday, February 4th at the theater at MGM National Harbor. For tickets and information, visit Ticketmaster.com. That's the mystery newsmaker this weekend only from Washington's top news, WTOP. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! 
Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt! Yeah! 1022 on your breaking news traffic and weather station, WTOP. This is a special report from ABC News. The U.S. strikes back. I'm Chuck Sievertson. The White House says there will be further U.S. strikes against Iran-backed militant groups in Iraq and Syria in response to the drone attack that killed three U.S. service members at a base in Jordan last weekend. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says it looks initially like all targets were hit. These targets were carefully selected to avoid civilian casualties and based on a clear, irrefutable evidence that they were connected to attacks on U.S. personnel in the region. ABC's Louis Martinez at the Pentagon. It appears that this operation is going to be sustained, will carry on for at least a couple of days, and whether these additional airstrikes are going to be the same size as what we saw on Friday remains to be seen, but there will be continued air operations against these Iranian-backed groups in coming days. Pentagon says the U.S. used what it calls precision-guided bombs and missiles in the attack. This is ABC News. Stay with us throughout the weekend here on WTOP for the latest on these airstrikes and more that are expected, as well as the latest information at WTOP.com. Two men are facing charges tonight after being accused of stealing pride flags from an Arlington home repeatedly. Arlington County Police say that between September and January, they got five online reports about robberies at a house on South Courthouse Road. Each time a man was seen stealing a pride flag from outside the house in the early morning hours. Police have now arrested 20-year-old Matthew Henshaw of Fort Myer, Virginia, and 23-year-old Joseph DiGregorio of Bayshore, New York. Both men are facing charges. Henshaw out on bond. DiGregorio released on a summons. It's Groundhog Day, at least for another 90 minutes officially. Are we stuck with winter or about to get a warm-up here and get into spring? We'll hear what a local rodent said. DuPont Circle, hundreds were gathered around this fountain to hear whether Potomac Phil saw his shadow. If you've been around here for a while, you know that Phil doesn't come out of his burrow much, in large part because he's stuffed. I've been instructed which scroll to read for Potomac Phil's weather and political predictions. Potomac Phil did not see his shadow. So it's going to be an early spring and six more months of political gridlock. In field we trust. In DuPont Circle, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Sports at 25 and 55. 1025. Here's Rob Woodfork. Well, this is fitting for Groundhog Day. The Wizards had a second consecutive bad third quarter in a home loss. They fall 110-102 to the Miami Heat, despite leading by as many as 11 in the first half. Two days after the Clippers outscored the Wiz by 21 in the third period, the Heat went on a 31-15 rollout of halftime. Interim coach Brian Keefe. We came out and had a great first half. We're playing. Defense was good. Sharing the ball. Second unit came in, really bought it. Came out. Okay, a little flat start the third quarter, but at the end of the third, I thought we got some great looks. We just missed some wide open shots. And I truly trust our guys that they'll make those. Those are shots that we like the process. We'll continue to shoot them, I believe, in my guys. Corey Kispert led all scorers with his season-high 26 points off the bench, matching his career-best six made threes on a night when the Wizards as a team made only 26% from deep. As we await the commander's official